Welcome to this special series of Real Estate Fight Club. This series is called What Would You Do? And it airs on Wednesdays. And we discuss ethics and professional standards committee cases and scenarios. Joining me today is Rachel Real. Hello, Rachel. Good morning, Jen. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. Good. You got a good one for us today. Yeah, I think this one's kind of interesting because I don't know in the 16 years of doing this if I've ever had, I know I've never gotten this call, but I don't know if anybody knows that you can make this call or that, or would would have the the balls to do it. (laughs) So this should be an interesting discussion. All right, let's hear it. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is Article 16, Standard of Practice 16-4. So Article 16 states that realtors shall not engage in any practice or take any action inconsistent with the exclusive representation or exclusive brokerage relationship agreements that realtors have with clients. Pretty self-explanatory. To further that, 16.4 says realtors shall not solicit a listing which is currently listed with another brokerage. Pretty Mm self-explanatory. However, if the listing broker, when asked by the other, another realtor, refuses to disclose the expiration date and nature of such a listing, for example, an exclusive right to sell, exclusive agency, open listing, or other form of contractual agreement between the listing broker and the client, the realtor may then contact the owner to secure such information and may discuss the terms upon which that realtor might take a future listing, or alternatively may take a listing to become effective upon expiration of any existing exclusive listing. It's a mouthful. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> My new business plan just you know, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten a call like that? No, I haven't. But I have seen, there is a couple of agents like in our market where I'm like, That's so interesting that it's already relisted. Like it wasn't even a day. Like it just like happened. So I'm thinking they may have like done this strategy. That, or we always forget too, that a seller, if a seller knows that they're coming up on an expiration and isn't happy, or if they're not even coming up on an expiration, but at any point in time, if the seller is the one to make that contact with agent B, you can have that full on conversation. You just can't go to the seller. The seller can come to you. So that's when, when we see that happen. And I've been on that end too, as a listing agent where, Hey, this one's going to expire get a phone call from a seller. I'm under an agreement now, but it's going to expire in two weeks. I want to have my ducks in a row so that I can move forward to the second that expires. Right. Exactly. I mean, of course. Yeah. But this is kind of, this is kind of the, this, the only scenario where that can happen in reverse. Yeah. Is there a case? Yes. Yes. So we're going to discuss this case now. So we'll, we'll discuss the, we'll, we'll go through the, the, the facts of the case and then we'll discuss whether or not we feel like this agent is in violation of the code of ethics. Okay. I just want All right. To and this everybody. was a case from, yeah. Oh, sorry. Let me remind everybody too. Go ahead. The case has been uploaded to jennifermertland.com slash vault. If you are one of those people that like to read along. Yes. Yes. It's always nice to, to go back and reread these later and kind of digest it a little bit more. Yeah. All right. So client X, X listed his home with realtor A under an exclusive right to sell listing agreement negotiated for a period of 90 days. During the first 75 days, realtor A attempted various marketing strategies, but none were successful. Client X expressed disappointment and told realtor A that he might seek another agency when the listing expired. 
I think a lot of us have been in that boat too. That same day, client X X expressed to a friend his dissatisfaction with Realtor A's lack of results and mentioned that he might employ another agent. The friend in turn related this information to his friend Realtor B and suggested that Realtor B contact client X. Aware that the property was currently listed with Realtor A, Realtor B called Realtor A, explained the information passed on to him and inquired about the nature and current status of client X's listing with Realtor A. So first, I would like to give some kudos to Realtor B for reaching out and calling Realtor A as opposed to just flat out jumping the sign and, and reaching over and, and contacting someone else's client. So kudos to Realtor okay. B. They also could have yes. said, well, I'm not allowed to, but they can call me. It, exactly. There's just, there's, there's ways to react to that information that are more appropriate than others. Right. Just saying. <laughs> Specifically, Realtor B asked Realtor A when the listing would expire and whether the listing was an exclusive right to sell or open listing. Realtor A responded that the listing was his and refused to discuss the matter further. Realtor B then contacted Client X and explained that their mutual friend had informed him that Client X might be seeking another agent to sell his property. Realtor B told Client X that he did not wish to interfere in any way with Client X's present representation agreement with Realtor A but that if client X intended to seek another agent when his present listing agreement with Realtor A terminated, he would like to discuss the possibility of listing client X's property. Okay. Client X invited Realtor B to his home that evening, and there they discussed the terms and conditions under which Realtor B would list the property upon termination of Realtor A's listing. Okay. Realtor B and client X did not enter into any written agreement at that time. However, Client X requested Realtor B to meet with him the, follow- the day following the expiration of Realtor A's listing, and Client X said at that time he would execute a new listing agreement with Realtor B. The property did not sell before Realtor A's listing expired, and on the day following the expiration of Realtor A's listing, Client X listed the, listed the property with Realtor A, or listed the property with Realtor B. Mm-hmm. Upon learning of Realtor B's listing, Realtor A filed a complaint with the association alleging that Realtor B violated Article 16 of the Code of Ethics. What do you think? think Well, I did have a question about it. Okay, so let's say that Realtor B calls A like they did in this scenario, and then Realtor A responds differently, and they say, hey, this is when it's going to expire, blah, blah, blah. But now Realtor B cannot reach out. Correct, because they answered the questions. Correct. Right. If they got the information from the from Realtor A that that he was asking him, so Realtor B calls Realtor A and says, "Hey, what kind of agreement do you have? When does it expire?" and answers those questions with with answers as opposed to, "I'm not talking to you about this." Then, right, Realtor B cannot reach out to the client because they have the information they need. Essentially, Realtor B here is reaching out to the client to get answers to those questions that Realtor A did not want to answer. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's in violation, or I don't think Realtor B is in violation. Here's what I would say too. If you're Realtor B in this situation, I would just tell your friend, like, hey, I'm actually not allowed to do that um, because he's already right. in agreement, but that, but your friend can call me and we, we could talk about it. So if that- Exactly, exactly. If, that if is the, that's pretty much how I handle it when that, when that scenario does come up. Yeah. Now let's say you're in the MLS and there's a house that's like right in where you do a lot of business. And Mm -hmm. I think that, well, first of all, there's only like one expired nowadays, right? But 
it will right, right. Good luck finding an expired. Yeah, it will change. <laughs> so I would say, I mean, I have I have called agents and been like, and I and we encourage this, and we've talked about it on the podcast before. If you know that one of your listings is going to expire, instead of letting it expire, refer it out. If you know that they are going to be seeking yes. other representation, refer it out and get money. Right. And you might as well, right, you might as well try and recoup some of that effort and energy that you've, and, and money that you've put into it up to that point. Right. I think that it's, it's rare, it's rare in this, in that scenario that you have a seller that's, that's forthcoming and transparent enough with you as the listing agent to say, hey, I'm thinking about making a change. Right. If they do, that's the perfect opportunity to say, hey, you know what, I totally understand. We're just not getting the, the, the results we want. I think I have somebody that would be a perfect fit for you. Exactly. And, and see if you can work this, see if you can work that out. Right. I mean, as a listing agent, you've got to be proactive and do that. Um, but if you right. see one and you don't know that agent or whatever, right. But you really like, you want to work on that house. I think this could be a good strategy to call them and be like, Hey, I've noticed it's not selling. This is exactly where I, I do business is mm-hmm. Is your is the listing going to expire? Could we work together on it? Because I would I would love to work on this listing with you. Exactly, but especially I, when it's somebody from out of the area. Well, it could be anybody, really. But like, I mean, you know, if there's imminent, like, if it's imminent that it will be expiring, you might as well make the call. And just because you right. don't like my proactiveness doesn't mean I'm in violation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This person here, realtor, realtor B, knew knew the rules here and knew how to a get the information he wanted and what to do with it once he had it. Yeah, good for him. Her, whatever. Good job. Yes, so right. Realtor B, we like you. What did, yeah. I'm right. Okay, <laughs> we like realtor B. Okay, so at an ethics hearing, duly noticed and convened after all due process procedures of the association were followed, realtor A presented his complaint that realtor B had contacted realtor A's client. During the, ter- during the unexpired term of the client's listing agreement with Realtor A and had therefore violated Article 16 of the Code of Ethics. Realtor B defended his action by pointing out that when he was informed that client X was seeking another broker, he sought to respect the agency of Realtor A by calling him to inquire about the type and expiration of the listing. He said he told Realtor A he would respect Realtor A's agency agreement, but that he needed to know this information to determine when and under what circumstances Client X would be free to list the property with another broker. Client, uh, let's see. Realtor A refused to discuss the listing status, stating that it was none of his business. Realtor B cited standard of practice 16-4 in defense of his direct contact with client X. So the hearing panel concluded that Realtor B had adequately respected the agency of Realtor A as interpreted by the standard of practice 16-4. The panel's decision indicated that a listing broker should recognize that his refusal to disclose the type and expiration date of a listing to an inquiring broker frees the inquiring broker to contact the seller directly. If the contact with the seller is made under the provisions of standard of practice 16-4, the realtor is also able to discuss the terms of a future listing on the property or may enter into a listing to become effective upon the expiration of the current listing. So the panel found Realtor B not in violation of Article 16. So, and I think that's something important to to note here too, that if you as a listing agent are not going to answer those questions, know that the seller then, or that that Realtor B in this scenario, the other agent is free to contact your client. 
So why not answer that information and try and at least spin it so that you can, you can maintain some sort of referral, some sort of something out of that. Exactly. Don't give them free, free reign to, to go take your client and run with them. I think though, even in this case, I would still have my friend have their friend call me just so that there was pretty yes. dry. Um, it's very cut and dry that way. Right. Right. Wouldn't it be super interesting if the MLSs had the expiration dates? I think they should, because frankly, why, why not? Why not? Why not? And no, I mean, they're going to, they're going to switch the MLS listings to now show the uh, cooperative compensation, throw the expiration date in there. Why not? And you could like then search by the expiration date and call those agents and right. whatever. Right. 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 Because right. there are, I mean, now I guess if somebody were to do an, ex if somebody were to do an extension on a listing and didn't update the MLS, then you might have a problem too with, with people calling into that, to those listing brokers, those realtor A's in this case, well, when the listing is still actually there, but that's, yeah, that's kind of a, but that can be, at that point. I mean, that's pretty, would be pretty obvious. Like you could, it, it would have shown in the MLS that it expired and then it was put back up. So like, that would be pretty easy to, yes figure out if you were crossing signs or not. I don't know. That would be pretty interesting because we all have agents in our market where it's like, we would love to follow them around because they just always have expired listings. Yes. Yes. Or they notoriously will overprice buy a listing. And right. then when it sits for a while and doesn't sell, then you're, you're doing the cleanup on aisle seven once that listing expires. Exactly. Well, that was a good one. I did learn something new today. Yeah. Rachel. Right. Isn't that good? Yes. That's good. So if um, people have a referral for you, you're in Chicago with Rachel Real Real Estate. You're I the am. Owner. Yes. What, um, yes. What is the best way to get a hold of you? Usually the best way to reach me is by text at 630-542-8688. Uh, or you can reach me at rachelreal at gmail.com. Perfect. Now be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and also our Real Estate Fight Club Facebook page where you have tons of extras. And then just remind everybody, Rachel and I are on Clubhouse every Thursday at noon Eastern discussing um, either topics from the podcast or other real estate shenanigans topics. Be sure to join us. Yes, there. yes. <laughs> Hot button issues of the week. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you like this episode, yeah. please share it with a colleague. And of course, if you have any questions and you'd like to reach out, my number is 513-400-1691. Hey, Rachel, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you being on. No problem. Thanks for having me, Jen. Bye.